Well, when a car talks Sunday, oh, Sunday Tuesday show, I should say. <laughs> it's almost what, I've lost what day it is now because of this whole isolation shit. I'm, I'm, oh, no. I'm, out of, I'm out of it, dude. You want to start again or is this, you're happy to keep rolling? Yeah, well, I'm starting now. Take two. <laughs> Welcome to Car Talk Tuesday show. Uh, here with Edward and Scotty Doe. What's happening, guys? Hello, Matthew. Up, Matty. Not much. Not much. Obviously, can't really do much in this lovely pandemic. Um, Guess what I saw today? What did Ooh. you see? Snow. <gasps> no. In Sunbury. Not in Sunbury. Yep. Get out. Yeah, snowed. What wow. the hell? Yeah, it was so cool. <laughs> Did you go for a little toboggan or a ski near your house? I went outside and just like caught it. <laughs> no, what he did was um he he did some all wheel drive donuts in the in the in the lib and just just straight round. <laughs> My theory is this, and I'm probably going to be so wrong. I'm probably going to have like some um some meteorologists and and people saying you're an idiot, but. There's not enough cars on the road, not causing enough CO2, hence making the world hotter. And, yeah. now, it's, and now it's cold. It's cold as not in 25 years. And now yeah. it's snow. There you go. Yeah. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. Um, you know, I mean, all the activists would have you believe that climate change takes years and years to sort of undo. <laughs> Whereas in Maddie's, Maddie's book, it's really sort of an overnight kind of thing. See, mate, you know? no one's driving. No one's driving, mate. Couple of days, not driving. There's snow coming back. Doesn't matter. Doesn't really? matter. That's, that's like saying, um, you know, with all the ships that are sank, that's why the sea levels have risen. <laughs> yeah, all those stupid ships. Have you ever tried putting more than one person in a bath? Look what happens. It raises. Um, it goes up. It's well, I'm, up I'm, I'm telling you, um, and, you know, I'm not going to say the Earth's flat. I'm, I'm not that far gone, but... Uh, um, it, it's just my theory. That's my theory. Okay, there you go. You've really, heard, you've heard with it here the first. sea levels rising, all they need to do is pull out all the old ships, like the Titanic. There's a big one. I mean, yeah. it's in two, it's in two bits, two halves. But if they drag that up, the levels are going to drop. Yep. Perfect. We, get planes in there too, in the ocean. Yeah, there'd be cars, boats, planes. Yep. Flotsam and jets. Watch this. Though. Watch the drop back down again. Yeah. Be fine, mate. We'll be fine. It could work for Lake Yildon or, you know, other bodies of water as well. Jakarta mm-hmm. Beach. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so now that we've fixed that. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I can't believe you, had, you saw snow today, Scotty. That's that's incredible. Yep. Is that the first Why time you've seen snow in Zombri? Uh It's happened once before, but like in the 80s or something, someone said. Wow. Mm. When Scotty was a bebe. Uh, I think it happened before I was born. Oh, before Bebe. Yeah. Um, where I am, it certainly rained today and it hailed a little bit, but only little hail, not car ride-off hail. And it was very sleety, sort of mushy hail. Mm. It was, I could very easily see that, see it snowing, but it didn't. Mm. Anyway, now that we've covered the weather... We're talking about cars. What are we talking about? We're talking about cars. Tonight's topic is uh, the stories that we've had when we've broken down, but we'll get to that in a little bit because I was about to bring Jane Bunn. I thought we're talking about the weather. Oh, you want some Jane Bunn? I was about to go get Jane Bunn. (laughs) 
See, I was, I was going to ask, um, what's, what's uh, is it uh, Larkin uh, or his weather on Channel 10? He always tells a joke. Uh, and, and, oh, and, yeah, yeah. Um, so, his jokes are horrible. <laughs> but uh, that's just his thing. <laughs> is, um, is Jane Bunn quite well liked? Because I get the feeling that she's quite well liked out there. Oh. Yeah, she's people not- like Jane Bunn. She's got a bit of she's got a bit of a cheeky, uh, wicked humour, I think, Jane. And she's a meteorologist. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah, yeah. She's not just presenting; she knows the facts. Yep. Mm. I heard a friend of mine knew some guy that worked with Jane Bunn on a weather report up at the actual snow, and in the break, she leaned over to this camera guy and said, "What does every female weather presenter hope for?" You know. Um, at the snow and, and he's like, oh, I don't know, you know, and she goes a firm six inches overnight. <laughs> she said that? What? She said that. Oh <laughs> so yeah, here again, I'm like, I like Jane Bunn. Jane Bunn's got a good sense of humor. That's quite funny. That's quite funny. Um, covered the weather, covered the girl that presents the weather. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Car updates. Uh, Edward Bunting, you have got an amazing update, which is probably Listen, update of the year. This, so far. this, this is going to overshadow other updates. This oh, I know. Big. This is big. Scotty's never heard this, has he? No. No. Okay. This is fresh, Scotty. Well, let's do a little test, right? If I said to you, I purchased a car this week that you never would have thought that I would purchase. What what would you say it would be, Scott? Uh, Maddie's LTD. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good guess. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't buy Matt's LTD. <laughs> I like it. it is available for uh, you. You can have three guesses. Three guesses, Scotty. So Maddie's LTD, uh, guess one. Uh, my second guess... Real guess. Real guess. Real guess, this one. Uh, would it be safe to say, can I, like, kind of build up to it? So, for instance, yeah. if I say, is it, yeah. would it be an import? Yes. So it was never sold here in Australia? A version of it was, but this is an import. Okay. So, number one, I've gone against my golden rule. I don't like <laughs> Japanese imports. I now own a Japanese import car. Getting pretty excited. (laughs) Scotty's frothing at the mouth. Uh, Is it a sedan? Yes, it is a sedan. Is it from Mitsubishi? It's from Mitsubishi. (laughs) God, good guessing. Uh, You know I like a Pajero, so, you know, it's following the same Uh, is it an Evo? It is an Evo. Scotty gets it. Amazing. And Matt didn't tell you? No. Wow. You <laughs> that. That's fantastic. Now, which Evo is it, though? Um, there's a few different numbers in the Evo lineup. There's plenty. There's plenty. Which one did Ed buy? 
You got ten guesses, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> now you got one guess. Uh, six. Correct. <laughs> I was tossing up between five or six. <laughs> That's amazing. You've actually fucking nailed that. That's brilliant. That's sweet. Yeah. I bought an Evo six. You never thought I'd um I'd be saying those words on this program. I never thought I'd be saying those words. Oh, that's awesome. So I didn't even really know what an Evo 6 was until about a week ago. I mean, I knew so, they existed, but I didn't know which one was which and all of that anyway. So Evo 6, Edward, tell us about it. Tell us how you came across it. Sorry, tell us. Well, it was through, information. A con- through a contact in a car club that I'm a member of, he needed to sell the car fairly quickly I got a sort of a, another friend rang me on it and said, Hey, would you be interested in this? And I'm like, mm, not usually it's not my kind of thing, but let me do some homework. So I did some homework on it, asked a few people, a few questions and found out a bit more about them and then went, okay, these are quite desirable. And it's a, it's a well-respected Evo model as opposed to some of the later ones that were a bit less respected. Um, and yeah, I I was sort of more comfortable with the idea of it because I have met this the owner of it before, and he's he's been around the car club for a long time, and so I kind of was very comfortable with with him, and he'd owned it for like ten years plus, you know that sort of thing, and so I, I, it wasn't just like buying it off some random stranger. Um, so I think that that made me a bit more bit more settled on the idea, and um, yeah, so we we talked it through. I had a drive of it, and we did the zoom, zoom, you know. Does all the blow off valve crap and whatever? The what is it? A whiny boy? No, a snail. It's a snail. Spooly boy. Spooly yeah, boy. boy. Spooly boy. Yeah, snail. Spooly boy. And I said, yeah, all right, let's do it. So I I had it trucked to my house on Sunday because you can't get in a car with anyone to go pick it up. You yeah. Know? So I was kind of like, what do I do here? I'm gonna have to get this trucked. So I had it. Yeah, trucked and um. Yeah, that's it. So I only drove it once and just had it trucked to my house. So it's feel nice and zippy. It is quite punchy. Yeah, quite punchy. And I drove the original WRXs years ago, and I remember them not being as talky. Like this was quite happy to puddle around in low gears at sort of up to sixty, seventy k an hour in fourth or fifth. It was it was quite quite docile in that respect, um, and easy to drive. Nice gearbox, very easy to drive. And I remember WRXs when I drove. Now, I haven't driven that early WRX for a long time, probably 10 or 15 years. But I remember driving them back then and it was, they felt like a dog on a lead that just wanted to go. And then down low, they weren't that talky. And this just felt more talky. Now, I don't know if that's my imagination just because I haven't driven a Rex for a long time or, or if that's actually what other people find, you know, in terms of driving a Rex versus a remote. I drove I drove a GC8. Well, probably a couple of years ago, and um, yeah, down off boost, it had nothing. Like my laser was quicker off boost. Like they, yeah. they were just they were dead off boost. And then um, then when they came on boost, they were an animal. But like same thing with Alum's car with, with that with that same motor, uh, or a, a very version of it really. Um, I mean, we talked about it on the show that it's it's just got nothing down low until until the boost comes in. It's, it's all about its turbo. My Liberty's like that. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you're, you're mentioning that. Um, it's just got nothing it's until it comes on. It's a single turbo. I mean, the turbo's fairly big. But, um, yeah, 
it still doesn't have anything till it hits, and it hits hard. Yeah. Mm. Whereas, from what you know of Evos, I don't know if you guys have ever driven Evos, but so are they meant to be more than that? I used to have an Evo 8 MR. Oh, yeah, an 8, yeah. Are they meant to be torquier? Is that what you found? Oh, yeah. 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 They're a lot better down low. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's so my mind isn't talking crazy talk when I compared it to the Rex. No, they come um, on boost earlier. Well, it feels like they come on earlier. Yep. So it's got, um, yeah, so I've got that. It's a white and it, um, yeah, it's got aftermarket. Uh, someone asked me what mods it's got. I think the insurance company. I said it's got an exhaust. It's got a pod filter. It's got a, did they all come with a strut brace under the bonnet? Because it's got an aftermarket strut brace on it. I don't think it did come with it. I'm pretty mm. sure the Evo 6s came with strut brace. I'm pretty sure they, they did. Uh, well, they might Maybe. have. Maybe it's an upgraded strut brace. I don't know. Okay. But it's got a strut brace, pod filter, exhaust, and it's got aftermarket wheels, which are like someone... Actually, uh, Daddy told me what they were. I'll read it out to you. Um, but you've got the original Oz, Oz Racing wheels, you've right? You've got the original alloys, yeah, that are going to... I'll bolt them back onto it. Daddy said to me, it is a... You might know these wheels. Yokohama... Uh, sorry, AVS Model 6 on the Evo. I'll show you those. Do they oh, yeah. look familiar? Mm. I've seen those before. It's got a set of those in white to match the white paint. I had a version of I had a version of those wheels on the black R34. There you go. Oh. So, so, yeah. So, you got to put the original um, uh, Oz Racing wheels back on. Yeah. Right? Oz oh, Racing wheels. The, the, those those reasons are they they make them look really really tough. They're like a grey sort of a light grey metallic um, color. The Oz Racing wheels. Yep. So yeah, I've got those and all the wheel nuts and everything that go, that go back on it. So I'll put those back on and yeah, the other ones I'll probably just sell. Um, but yeah, nice tidy little car. It's been in Australia for quite some years and looked after and had a clutch in it maybe six thousand k's ago and that sort of thing. So, has it had the timing belt done and water pump? I don't know. I didn't the, ask you. These questions. are the questions you're going to ask, Edward. I know normally I would, but I just went, eh, well, I'm just going to buy it. So, <laughs> anyway, so that'll, I'll, I'll drive around for a little bit, you know, when we're allowed to um, in, a, in a few couple of months' time, and, uh, and then it'll, it'll be for sale again. Um, it's not something I'll hang on to. But, yeah, if you know I'll anyone... I'll five grand for it. Oh, yeah, I bet you will, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> five grand and a reach around. <laughs> Hang on, it's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> Hold out your hand. <laughs> well, uh, um, when we were talking about it, Edward, a lot of people reckon Evo 6 is probably the most rawest Evo like in terms of just like, um, like, yeah. a, like a driver's car. They are, yeah. they are probably one of the best ones, and... And um, like Tommy Max are worth a shit ton now, so I reckon it, I reckon what you should do, if you if you don't want to hold if you don't if you want to make as much money as you can on it, um, I reckon you keep it for, just hold on to it for a little bit because Japanese like performance Japanese cars are going through the roof at the moment, so I think it'd make a good investment for you. Well, you think I should just uh, hold the stock? Hold the drive stock for a couple, little bit. Drive it for a couple of years. Tom, I'm telling you, so you you you're gonna make money on it. What do you think about that, Scotty? I reckon they'll be worth more than Evo 8s. Oh, 100%. Yeah. What's, what's an 8 worth? Uh, Mid-20s. While the MRs are more like 30s. 
thirties, yeah. Mm. But they've been there forever, though. Evos, like they've they've been around the thirties for a while now. So. And then Evo nines, if you can find them, are worth a lot more. Mm. Um, from my understanding, they only brought in, and correct me if I'm wrong, but from my research, they only brought in about ninety three or four Tommy Mackinnon Evo sixes officially into Australia, and the rest are all Jap imports. But I, I don't, I still don't think there's that many. You know. No, Evo 6s that were brought in even as imports. No. I don't see them around that often at all. Yeah. Like, that'd be a car that you'd have to take into like a good road to really appreciate, Ned, because it's, it's one of those cars that's... That, I mean, it's, it's a road-going rally car. It's, it's something that you need to yeah. really um, take it by the scruff of the neck and have a bit of fun with. Yeah. Well, when we're allowed out, we might just do that, Matthew. I think so. Little Evo drive day. That'd, that'd be yeah. that'd be really cool. Sounds like okay. I better go buy an Evo. Enjoy. Buddy, no, you gotta buy an Evo now. <laughs> yeah. You're so that's, my, that's my car update. That's that's the, probably the the most un-ed car update you've ever heard on this bloody program. I think it's probably the best ed car update though. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next time I'll just say, "Guy, I bought a Barra. I bought an AU or something." <laughs> I just got myself an R33. <laughs> oh, imagine, Scotty, imagine. Oh. I'm, uh, I'm just trying to fit in, you know. I mean, it's peer pressure. I'm trying to fit in. <laughs> I just want to be liked. Well, Luca, look. Luca, if you're listening, <laughs> I want the Evo for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be, um, it'll be really quick. I'm, I'm actually really keen to see how that drives because I've, I've driven an Evo 9. Um, and like I didn't mind driving it. I thought the clutch was like quite springy. I, I, I think you were, we even we had this conversation you and I, Scotty, a while ago. Like the clutches are very springy on those. Um, I don't know if it's different to um to the Evo six and stuff, but um. Nine was a six speed. Okay. Oh yeah, no, that, was, yeah, 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 drove, the, yeah. The Evo nine I drove was a six speed. Yeah, it was. Yeah, mine was a six speed too. Yeah. Because um, Evo eights came with five speed as well, but mine was a six speed. Mine is a five speed only. The plus, reverse. plus reverse, that makes six. <laughs> You're not wrong. True. True. You're not wrong. No, that's a... <laughs> what your car updates, Scott and Matthew? What, what else is going on in the world of cars? My car updates. Well, I just bought Where? some uh, extended... Um, what should we call them? Studs. No, Studs, that's the word oh. I was looking for. Did you get it from that place, that... that... Nah, I got them from GK Tech. Okay. How much were they? Uh, 40 bucks for 10. So I got two packs. That's pretty That's good. Right. That was only 80 bucks free shipping. That's pretty good. Yep. And which uh, car were these going on, Scott? The Sky going on the 31. R31. And what wheels yep. you got in the R31? R31, they got some uh, Volks Racing meshes. Ooh. Special. I'm liking the look of this car, Scotty. I reckon it's coming up really nicely. Um, once you get, once you get it like club reg, it'll be it'll be epic. It'll be it'll be a lot of. Yeah, fun. I'm pretty excited. Have you got some photos of this car, Scott? Yep. Can you post some photos? I want to see it. Yep, yep, yep. Put it in the chat do right that. now. I'll and do that. Do that while uh, Matthew's telling us all his news. Yes. Uh, my news. Uh... Oh wait, one sec. Yes. Yeah. 
I'm not sure if you heard on Sunday's show, but um, Maddie had to spend some more money on the Mercedes. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, Scott. Yes, I made sure I remembered that. I made sure to remember that. Yeah, mental note that. You thought it'll like this. So, the uh, Mercedes had everything replaced has now had something else replaced. You're a stitch, Scott. I don't ever want to speak to you again. <laughs> you're, a, you're a freaking Nobody stitch. Nobody likes the grasser. Um, so, Matt, you know, what, what? tell us what's gone wrong now. No, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I, you fucking will talk about it right <laughs> now, young Out with it. Out with it. Well, well, you know how I had the steering box replaced? Mm, vaguely, yeah. Uh, that was like when I first had the car. That was one of the reasons why um, it didn't pass roadworthy. Um, just too much slop in the in the uh, wheel. A lot of slop. Yeah, you, you could do you could do that, and the car would just still drive straight. Um, right. Uh, well, that's been replaced, and then um, obviously it just had just been serviced. And um, my mechanics like to me is like, your pump's leaking, and I'm like, oh. And that's not fun. So he's like, take it back to the to power steering place. They might be able to, to you know, just, just have a quick, quick gaze of it. You know, let, let you know if, you, if it's a cheap fix. And it wasn't terribly expensive. Um, but I, need, I needed to do it properly. So I got the hoses done as well. Um, so now it's, you know, it's fine. It's all good. So what did they do to the pump? Put new seals to it? Seals in it, yeah. Just put new seals. They said the pump is still fine. Just have to put new seals in it. Seals and hoses. And, and how hoses. much uh, is that? Uh, have a guess. Come on. I don't want to I talk about know. Seals and... Uh, it doesn't sound too bad. What is it? 320? Oh, close. I mean, the, ho- the hoses were... Um, the hoses were the expensive part. The pump was cheap. So um, the seals were... Because I had, you know, to R&R it and stuff. It was, um, it, was just, it was just over 350, I think it was. So mm, it You bad. think or you know... No, I've got the receipt. I'll show you. I'll prove oh, it you. Oh, you got the receipt? Okay. Okay, so it wasn't 500. No. Mm, Could have been. Could have been. So now what are we up to? Four, four and a half on that car? Four, four, eight? On that car somewhere there? No, Scott, I don't even want to speak to you again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this rate, you're almost, dare I say, you're almost into a sort of a, a two-door. You know, I've seen a couple of cheap two-doors around recently. You, can, you almost have the coupe. Um, you know, or at least something with that's the best show people. ever. <laughs> well, you know what? Until I find a nice TE, Until I'm going to drive a nice wagon, Ed, a nice wagon. I'm just going to keep pouring money into my 260. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, um, but you're keeping, a, keeping a 124 on the road. That's And that's a good thing. It is a good thing, keeping the 124 going. I mean, it, it's... For the amount of cases it's done, you know what? I, I, I want to keep it going, so it, it, it deserves to keep going. It deserves to keep going. You don't but have your old Speedo anymore. That, that got stolen. I know. It got stolen along with my original taillights, um, which was weird. And um, I was actually counting... So I was actually going through the spare parts because I was at my container... Well, sorry, the storage unit in um, yeah. uh, near my place to, to drop off some stuff pre-lockdown. pre-lockdown. Yeah. And... Um, I was going through this, some of the stuff that was in there, and I think I even think they stole a couple of coils from like my my spare coil packs that I had for my F6. But they didn't steal all of them, but there was only four left. So, oh, weird. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if they've lost them on the way or if, if they or if they just got taken, but yeah. yeah. I don't know what you're going to do with a speeder that doesn't work that's done over 500, so 498,000 Ks. So. <laughs> anyway, I mean, if, maybe if they had one that had done 800,000 K, that would seem like a really good spot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, so, yeah, but um, I'm thinking of... Uh, cause I, I, I'm, I am going to move on the LTD. Um, that's getting moved on. <gasps> so I've decided. Um, but I'm, I got keen on one of these again, and I've always liked them. Um, an early uh, MR2. Mm, AW11. AW11. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, saw one. Yeah. Well, Anthony shared one on, on, the, on the podcast um, the other night. Yeah, on Sunday. It was Anthony, as in, as in Anthony, Mr. Falk. Yes, Mr. Falk. Um, did he come on on Sunday night? He did. Him and his brother. His, his brother? Wrestling. Yes. Wow. Um, so so they were both on. And then he, he shared this really nice yeah, it was pretty clean. Um, had the original engine, didn't have like an aftermarket like silver top or anything, which just doesn't bother me. And I'm like, that is such a cool looking car. It, 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 and, it, and they drive really well. And I've always kind of wanted, I've always had a soft spot for them. Ever since, and I'll be honest with you, I saw the episode years ago of Wheeler Dealers when they had the red one. I don't know if you guys <laughs> remember that. That's when they used to be. Uh, vaguely. What did they, they do to have... that car? Uh, they had to replace a guard because it was full of rust. Um, yeah. What else did they do? Did the alternator, um, a service, and uh, they polished up the wheels and a few other things, and quite good. And I really, I really, really liked it. Um, so I always wanted, to, I always liked that 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 shape of my too. So the, the original kind of, wheels on those were like a, a, a like a CD, that real polished, um, polished sort of shine, rainbow shine to them, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I saw one. There's another. It's not Wheeler Dealers, but there was another British car show. It might is it the guy who Ant with someone else when he was with someone else? Or, uh, yeah, he, he might he have done. Um, like he he was on was it he was on he was on Car SOS. Oh, he was on Car SOS. He was on Car SOS. No, I might be thinking of someone else. But anyway, it was a, definitely a British show, and they bought one that was an actual corker, a red one of those, and they had the wheels repolished and did a couple. They put the fog lights on it, which is optional from Japan, where they um they're motorized. You know, oh. and you push the button, and the covers go and uncover the fog lights. That's mad. Um, very cool option that he bought from Japan, and um, so this car was really good anyway. And they just tweaked it to make it a hundred percent, and and made a bit of money on it. But um, <clears throat> beautiful shape. I love that wedgie. That they're so petite and wedgy. It's mm. fantastic. So I'm actually so you sell, sell the LTD and get one of those. Yep. This is what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. So I'm officially on the hunt um, because I've always liked an MR2 and I was like, you know what? I deserve, deserve something nice and I can move the LTD on um, and then have a, have a MR2 to, to play with and have another little eighties, little ladies nugget, uh, which would be, which would I be like it. So, you know, I'm just thinking of my dream garage and I can, I can see an MR2 in there. I can see an MR2 in there. So, uh, you know, as, so as you know, Ford laser that you have already, SR2. Mm-hmm. MR2 next to that. Mercedes 300T wagon next wagon. to that. Yes. Wagon. Only the wagon, yeah. And and the Forester Daily. That's that's the garage. And the Typhoon. Oh, and the Typhoon, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a pretty and nice I, garage. And I think that's a pretty good garage, to be honest with you. I mean, there's no um, Evo 6 in there, but you know, it's still <laughs> a good garage. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's... 
I'm actually keen, and um, I'm I'm going to start looking, and uh, and I, I I do want one, and they are going up in price, so I want to kind of jump on one now before I won't be able to ever get one. What a, can you get one for? What seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve? You can get them for around the seven grand mark. Um, corkers go for like close to fourteen now. Um, yeah. So I want to try and get one like that's that needs a little bit of love, but it's still a solid car. Yeah. Um, and then I can um. Yeah, Something like, around eight, nine, or ten, you'd you'd get a good solid Aussie car. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and, and they did sell quite a few of them here. Like, the, it's not like they were. Yeah. Um, it's not like they were, you know, few and far between. I mean, they are now, but I think finding a good one. Um, but a lot of them have, have had the engine swapped for a uh, like the later model for AGE with the, like the twenty valve motor. Yeah. Um, which is like a common thing, which makes which make them fly. Which is, it's like a direct bolt in apparently, and you can just just yeah, and they run. Um. But I probably want an original one because you know I kind of like them, and the supercharged ones go go for more because um, they they did come supercharged as well. So um, yeah, they had. A, we, that, we, I, did we ever get the supercharged one here, or was that a Japanese? I think that was a Japanese one, but a few of them did yeah. come in. Like I've, I've seen I've seen a few in person, and I'm like, wow, I I, I really like those. So I don't think I don't you know. could buy that here. I'm I'm keen. So that's what I'm on the hunt for, Edward. All right, I'll keep an, an ear to the ground on that do you know showing my age i saw that car at the 87 motor show wow and i wanted my dad to buy it and we're walking around (laughs) and i was like dad dad get the mr2 that's tiny and we're not getting that can't fit anything in it you know but i really liked that wedgie shape back then it was a white one i think they are a small car so they're quite easy to store as well so like you can put them put them in you know put them in places where you need to just shove it up on a shelf somewhere or you know put in your bedroom yeah under the the clothesline out the back just under the bed (laughs) slide it in they're quite low so you just slide it under your bunk bed yeah easy done easy done (laughs) um we're gonna go to a quick break we'll be right back after this welcome back to car talk i'm here still in isolation with ed Alan has joined us, and the snitch, uh, also known as Scotty Johnson. Um, what do you snitch? What, what do you snitch on? He snitched, he snitched on me uh, spending more money on the Benz. So that's uh... he just he just highlighted to the listeners that there was a, a little steering issue with the Mercedes. That Matt oh, wait, another steering mentioned. issue. Ed likes to keep and I would like to like to help out the audience with that too. How, how many steering issues have we had so far? Let's not let's not discuss that. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> but uh, Alan, you missed the big news. Uh, Edward has bought himself an Evo Six. Ed, 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 what are you doing, buddy? Going? I thought you were trying to sell this car on behalf of a friend, not by yourself. Listen, I heard about it. I saw it. I drove it, and I went, yeah. Okay, I'll have that. Hold out your hand. I think you just... Hold out your hand, hold out your elbow. Now I have an Evo 6, which I never thought I'd be saying those words. I feel like in in your process of trying to con somebody else into buying this car, you get conned. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I did. Um, But everyone I've talked to seems to think it was a good idea. So I'm like... Did you get it for a good mate's rate price? I think so. And so... You know, when I'm allowed to drive it, I'll I'll enjoy it for a little bit, and then I'll put it for sale. And you you flog it a bit, and then you say, you know, well, uh, for sale a bit. S- yeah. Single female owner, yeah. only taking around to the shops. That's exactly. Um, right. Church, church oh, yeah, I, 
I'll give you a good race in the Rexy, uh, or the STI, I should say. What's going to be um, quicker, your new Subaru when it arrives, or this Evo? This this would have been the period of Evos where they quote unquote still had the two hundred and six kilowatts, right? Yeah, correct. But two hundred and six, gentlemen's agreement kilowatts. What are they really? Um, it's usually much over. Usually, anything like that said two hundred, anything that said two hundred six, it was always more considerably what more. So what's it putting out like what two twenty two thirty? For well, well, what year did we say it was? Ninety nine. Yeah, I'd say like a solid two twenty should still be there. Really? Um, they um, those those cars were quite hard, just like my uncle's a uh, two point five uh, Liberty RS, or I should say Legacy, considering it was a yeah. Japanese spec. It was a, the twin turbo, so you used to have that nice little period of lag if you shifted it, uh, downshifted it wrong. But uh, uh, that What's... went right. It went hard right up to the limit of one eighty, and then yeah, you went away. <laughs> What's the official zero to one hundred on this Evo six? Don't know. Let us find out. Someone I... asked me that, and I said I don't even. I have no idea. <clears throat> I'm not sure off the top of my head. Well, let's get would some be, Evo would six stuff. Under six seconds. I reckon under uh, six for sure. Easy. Uh, six. In the fives. Mm. Uh, while Alan looks for that, we may as well start introducing a new topic for tonight. Okay, new topic, new topic. Uh, five seconds. It's five. Mm-hmm. As in Quick five car. seconds flat. Yeah. That's not bad. Hmm. Maybe I'll keep it. Yeah, it's quicker than mine. Thirteens, high thirteens, <laughs> maybe. It'd be it'd be a thirteen car. Yeah, easy. I had it in the uh, with um the Mercedes one ninety D and I was like you couldn't get two more different <laughs> like one the slowest car you've ever driven and the other one of the quickest. Like, hmm. There you go. I'm keeping the Mercedes though. You got to keep the Evo too, I reckon. But that's no. another story. Uh, tonight's no. topic is funny stories or, or stories of when you've broken down and, and, and what's happened with that. Yeah. What went, well, wrong? what went wrong? I wouldn't know about breaking down. We don't have shitty cars. <laughs> Very good point, Alan. You've had a series of memories, so you're going to have to sit this topic out. <laughs> All I've got is, I've only got two stories, but they're, I would say somewhat intentionally occurring. Well, one is definitely intentionally occurring. But we'll uh, we'll get to that um, once we start the stories, gentlemen. Who wants to start? Go, Maddie. All right. Well, I've got a lot. First, the first of all was the night before my wedding. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, that story. Was that, the, was that the territory? Flat battery in Grand Casino. Yeah. 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 And no one would help you out. Like it was a real nightmare. Oh, that was probably one of the worst days of my life. To be honest with you. Um, and it continued to be bad, but anyway, that's another story. Um, but the, uh, the, um, basically the battery went flat in the storage, in the, um, uh, in the delivery dock where I was giving in the stuff to, you know, all the stuff to prepare for the next day. And, um, RACV came, they drove past me. I waved at them. They kept driving. They drove past again. I called them like, yeah, we'd just come back around. Didn't show up. <laughs> And I call them up and I'm, like, uh, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm getting married tomorrow. Can you please send someone out to give me a jump home? Another guy comes. He couldn't start the car. His jump pack wasn't strong enough to start the territory. Can you believe that? So, well, I sort of, yeah, I know. 
I know, yeah. I know. And I'm like, I'm like, well, it was freezing cold. I'm sitting in a car and like, I just find like my dad's jacket in the back. So I'm just like huddled in that, um, dying of, 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 uh, you know, uh, hypothermia. Anyway, he's, he's like, look, I'm going to have to call a tow truck. Um, I'm like, okay, call a tow truck. Just, just get me home. Um, hour later, tow truck doesn't come. You know, it's still oh. waiting, still waiting, still waiting. And by this time it's like 1030 at night and Rob, you know, uh, dynamic, dynamic duo, Rob and Harley, yeah. Um, my, well, my phone had died at this point, so I was just waiting. I couldn't do anything, and he called my mum because he wanted to speak to me, um, just just to you know just to see how it was going, um, and organise things for the next day. And he and mum told him he's somewhere in Crown. We don't know where the hell he is. So he drove from his house all the way to to Crown with a with a spare battery for me to start the car. But the time he got there, the car was getting loaded onto the tow truck. He's like, ah, oh, shit, uh-huh. I've just. But um, but he gave me a lift home, and um, yeah, nah, he was he was really good about it. I, oh, I bought him I, I bought him dinner and a beer to, just to say thank you. So, nice, nice. Um, so, so so that was probably the worst timing for that to ever happen. But that was a uh, so much that's, drama from just a, a normal battery, like that's random. I mean, that, yeah, that, that was that's the short that's the short end of that story. Like the next day, Dad went off early in the morning to Super Cheap, um, to, to give him the plug, and then they went there and um. They're like, isn't your son getting married today? He's like, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so more importantly, more importantly, my territory's not running. It needs new battery. Your son is like, yes, yes, I have son, but I need battery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's like, so, battery morning, sun in afternoon. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So, so yeah, he changed the battery in the morning, and then yeah, it was fine ever since. So. Yeah, the the fact that the RSCV car couldn't jump it, I was I was like it was like no, no, that, that is shame on RSCV. Like, shouldn't they also just have jumper leads? They, yeah, you know, just to start some car to car. I actually said to him when he couldn't start the car, I'm like, I'm like, are you are you serious? Like, are you dead set? I mean, I mean, that was a shortened version of the story. Like, there was a whole bunch of drama that happened around that, but that's that's another story for another time. But basically, um, I actually said to the guy, I'm like, I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Like, are you, are you actually legit? And my dad had a, had a little jump, you know, portable jump pack in the car. And like, when I, when I told him what happened, he's like, oh, get the jump pack out. And then I'm like, it doesn't work. It's flat. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll charge my phone with it. Killed <laughs> <laughs> it. So, yeah. so I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Screw everything. This is a, it's an omen. Um, but anyway. Mm. Um, Speaking of flat batteries, my the Suzuki's battery's gone flat because nobody's driven it. And he just... So I've got the I've got the uh, little trickle charger on it. That's like still the best five ten bucks I've ever spent at LD. Perfect. I can't believe you got it that cheap. Until it blows up, I'm like that is the best money I've spent. <laughs> I love it. Cheap electrical goods. Are, you always every time they work, you're happy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Expensive. And as long as they say you know it complies with Australian standards, I'm like yeah, it's, it's on yeah, you, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> what else we got? Oh, I mean, I could keep going, but uh, I think the viewers would be bored of me. Uh, what about you, Scotty? I've never had, I've never broken down touch wood. What? I've, um, I've had the BMW go into limp mode a few times. That's just BMW that's, things. But that's that's it. What, you've never been left on the side of the road, Scotty? Nope. See, this is, you know, these, these millennials, that's what this is, driving... <laughs> Modern, reliable Japanese cars. You haven't lived. You don't know real motoring. Yeah, I do. I know like where I'm going, and I'll actually get there. 
I um, I mean, I, I was on the all aboard the the reliable uh, Japanese car train until my laser's head gasket went uh, on my way back from getting LTD parts down in Kilsyth. Kilsyth, yep. I remember. Yep, that was a that wasn't a fun day, and then I almost got it back, and then I was like, yeah, no, it's getting worse. I've got to get it towed. So I got it towed. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Forester this year. I had to get it towed because it um it shit itself, and Christmas tree lit up when the when the cam sensor went. Uh, but apart from that, yep. it's been been pretty flawless. Um, my uh my my old original laser, I cooked I cooked that a couple of times. That, that was interesting. The uh, as we cooked it with the um overheating, overheated it. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, why did, I was, why did it overheat? Well, I had, oh, <laughs> I had, I was driving it. And it was like a forty-five degree day, and I had the aircon blasting, and it was fine. Then, and um, I'm going to go see my mum at work because I was doing some design work for a company at the time. And then, um, I'm halfway down the freeway, and I, I don't know. So, just I just it was level, and then just goes bing to to yeah, uh, goes up real uh, quick. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, so I pull over, and steam's pouring out of it. I'm like, oh god, what what the hell have I done? Um, turn the car off, sat there for 10 minutes. I called my mom. I'm like, mom, what the hell do I do? She's like, she's like, how far? I was like, like a minute from her, from her work. Uh, I'm like, I'm too scared to drive it. If, if I drive it anymore, I'll probably blow the head gas. So she's like, well, she's like, well, you've already probably done enough damage as it is. So you managed to send it. So I was like, send it. Yeah. So I, I, I rocked up at Ratner's and he's standing at the front and having a, c- a cigarette and he just sees me. He just, he, he actually w- shook his head and walked off. He's, he, he just, because steam's pouring out of it and everything. He shook his head and walked off. Uh, and I'm like, Randa, help me, please. Um, so basically one of the heater hoses went. That's why I was looking for, I was looking at, yeah. because both, both radiator hoses were fine. He's like, yeah, heater hose cracked. And I let it cool down, um, yeah, changed them all and um, filled it back up. And it was fine. Didn't overheat. I didn't damage the head, which was which was really good. It's um. It reminds me of one of my breakdowns, which is, and it's a common thing. It's a, it's leading into a car talk top tip, because oh. people always change radiator hoses, top and bottom, whatever. They they're the kind of commonly changed items, but heater hoses will do. They'll stop you just as easily, like you've just described. Um, and they're often a thinner gauge. I forget the actual millimeters. You know, but. They're often original. You know, people have not touched the heater hoses since the car was new, yet radiator hoses top and bottom are often done when you have a radiator recalled or reflushed or replaced or whatever. So, yeah, I think a top tip would be just age-related, replace all your heater hoses as well. Yeah, I had heater hose go on the Liberty. There you go, breakdown. Ah, I still drove it home. (laughs) Whatever, Scott, whatever. I was over, it happened, I got to Kitan, when I was on my, pl- I had my placement there. So I was at the school there and I pulled up, I had the window down. I could smell that smell of cooling. Cool smell, that yeah. sweet smell. Like, yeah, that's strange. Yeah. Like, I had a look and it's just starting to drip. And because I must've been, because I was driving, I couldn't pinpoint where I was coming from because underneath it was just coated all the way to like, mm. you know, halfway back of the car, mm. just coolant. Um, so I topped it up with water and then at the end of the day, I checked it again and it was empty. So I just topped that up again and drove home and not until I got to the driveway, did the needle actually start going up. You did well. Got yep. lucky. Good timings. It was pretty Good much time. highway the whole way. So it wasn't stop, start traffic. Mm. When, yeah, I, that's easy. when I got, when I put the new radiator in the um, LTD, I bought a hose kit from work and had the full heater hoses and, and um, you know, radiator hoses and, 
was again the whole the whole host kit. It was like fifty bucks, I think, for the whole kit. Um, yeah. And it was, it's just worth doing for like for fifty bucks. You know, yeah. you, you, may as, you may as well just do it because all those hoses are going to be old anyway. So often forgotten. Mine was in a. I had my Lola Corolla, which was a '91 Seeker um, hatchback, and I'd driven it down past Colac to go camping with some friends, and it was forty something degrees. It was a stinker. Um, so I fanged it down there and I was on my way home and I was meant to get from there around the bay to the, um, sorry, no, I was catching the ferry from Queenscliff across to Portsea and then I was going to the Portsea pub for like New Year's Eve, I think. So I'm motoring along outside of Colac on the way back. It's stinking hot and suddenly I see the temp gauge, you know, just, just creeping above half, just a little bit more and I thought, is that my imagination or does it always sit there? Nah, it's your imagination. You'd keep going another five minutes and then I'm like, yeah, nah, that's going up, okay. Same as you, Matt. It just goes bing, you know, like yes. <laughs> and it was a heater hose, exactly the same as you on the back of the block, and it was just yep. like pissing out like a little waterfall. And I thought, oh, do I have water in the car? No. Do I have my mobile phone? Yes. Look at my. But I was on a, I was a tight ass, and it was on a prepay plan. I hadn't prepaid <laughs> it. So I had no mobile phone, no water. I'm thinking, fuck. What do I do now? So I. I had cans of Bundy and Coke in the boot and I thought <laughs> back when I was going through my bogan phase, I thought, <laughs> I thought, do I put Bundy and Coke in the radio? No, that would be bad for it. So I, I, and it was so hot. I thought I'm going to have to hitchhike like back to a, some back to Colac or something. And then I'm trying to remember how far back was Colac. Was it, was it 10 minutes? Was it 20 minutes? You know, could I walk it? Anyway, you can't remember who knows. I had the radio on and I was young and stupid. So I start walking, trying to hitchhike. No one would pick me up, which is probably good because I'd probably be dead by now you know, for some, some Wolf Creek style, you know, murderer. Uh, anyway, but then I saw a clump of trees, which is like a farmhouse. I go to the farmhouse and said, could I just use your phone to ring a taxi to get back in the colic? They're like, yeah, no worries. So um, rang this taxi or whatever. I let the car cool down, moved it back to their farm paddock, waited there. Um, anyway, I'm chatting to the farmer. Turns out he knows my uncle. Random. Oh, what? <laughs> So random. So I ended up getting a, he was nice. So I ended up getting a taxi back into Colac, walked around Colac. Oh, that's right. I was going to leave the car and get the train. Missed the last train. Ended up talking to some local mechanic who sent out one of his, one of his um, apprentices or whatever with me with some heater hose because I said, this is what it is. I, I knew what it was. And they just replaced that, topped it up and I was on my way and he went back and, and I made the last ferry across to um, Portsea and I still made New Year's Eve. And I was like, whew, that was tight. Just All made because it. of the stupid little heater hose. Well, well, my first laser didn't really like that after after that. So, <laughs> so oh, it, did, you, did you actually do damage to it? Um, it, I mean, it, it drove okay after that, but it was it was there was never it was never as happy as it used to be when it used to get a real mm. get get a bit hot. So, mm. but anyway, um, so yeah. What else, guys? Uh, broken down stories. Alan, Alan, anything, or are you literally um, seeing you've had cameras? No, no. I'm thinking uh, there's been in cars, tire-related stories. One was uh, in the old and day 88 Corolla we had, which I don't think we ever changed the tires on until we got a flat for the first time. <laughs> um, and the flat was right outside the Brody Shopping Center um, on Passover Road, and we were getting honked by people. I'm like, we have a flat tire. We're trying to change the tire. Like we're on off the road. We're doing our best. Like, what do you, you know? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, the then there was, the hazard lights. 
yeah. Then there was the um, Tokyo Drifting outside Roxy College, which dented the rim. That was entirely my fault. <laughs> um, um, but more on uh, like breakdown fronts, I would say um, the Falcon nearly broke down when I changed the PCV valve because the old one was just not, not well. It was existent. It had just broken completely, so it wasn't functioning as a PCV valve. So I was like, I'll be proactive and change that. Turns out the car was very, very used to uh, being it being broken, and it just couldn't actually sustain the revs. So ah. as soon as we started driving, we we're going off to some kind of important event, and we get about like I think three, four minutes into the trip, and I move go to move off the lights, let go of the brake, step on the accelerator, and the car just stalls. Um, and this is an automatic, like. <laughs> it was very very strange yes um so what i figured out was i had to just kind of throw it in neutral rev it a little bit and then slam it into deep for maximum respect um <laughs> and just kind of launch it every single time we we limped at home uh took the suzuki reliable as ever japanese yeah. engineering yeah, um, and then took it to the mechanic and he just reset the computer and it kind of it fixed itself um it's but on the truck on the truck we've had a few hiccups considering it covers way more kilometers um yes. there's been plenty of times my dad's uh, been stuck but usually when i'm with him he usually has a little bit more motivation to get us going again um one of the times we're just going along minding our own business and we just as as soon as he kind of accelerates and let's let's go with the accelerator we hear this like grrr kind of sound we're like what the fuck is that you know um, it just suddenly happens all trucks do that they all go grrr yeah, so we, uh, we, we, our one usually doesn't. So we pull up um, and just, since it's a truck, it's high up, we just look underneath and the air conditioning compressor is just hanging off. Oh. And it's just hanging off, you know? <laughs> um, so we uh, immediately called the mechanic and uh, he dispatches his mobile unit. In the meantime, we jack up the, the front of the truck and we see that basically... Um, the entire compress uh, unit has come off its mount and it has then pulled the belts uh, that it's, uh, well, the belt that it's attached to, which is entangled in the fan at the front, the radiator fan, and kind of oh. just caused a massive mess. Um, and that's what was, each single time we'd kind of accelerate and then shift gears, the uh, compressor would kind of move forward with the momentum. <laughs> and then that would be that guru sound. And we're like, okay, well, it's a good thing we didn't keep driving. Um, yep. and yep. Uh, we basically had to wait I think about an hour for the mechanic to show up and he, we just said tell you what don't worry about putting the compressor back on just um, we just basically zip tied it and like taped it into the mount area but didn't actually put the um, the uh, what do you call it the belts back on um, turns out that uh, the wise Germans that engineered this truck decided that when the air conditioning compressor functions it's always pulling away from the mounts Ah. And so, it, and we, we had this happen, I think, three separate times. And the mechanic alleged that he re-engineered it to be better. No, he didn't. Mm. Um, so the compressor now sits in my garage. Um, <laughs> you know, the, we, just, we just have an air conditioning, a non-air conditioning truck, which is a bit difficult in the uh, yeah, summer times. We just roll down the windows and, you know, we're working men. We like to pretend. Yeah, just sweat um, it out. So, yeah, we just sweat it out. It's not, it's not a big deal. As long as you've got air conditioning at home. Um, so that was a couple of incidences. Another was uh, we were coming, we were actually close to home. We are on the um, ring road coming back to the depot. 
And suddenly my old man hears this kind of whooshing sound beneath his seat. And we think maybe like a tire has gone, but there's no, like if a tire goes, you'll feel it, you know, feel it, and there's yeah. none of that feeling. Um, so he slows down, then he tries to accelerate again and then the truck seems a bit sluggish. So he, and he said there was kind of like a, an audible sound issue. So I thought maybe it's got something to do with turbo me being, you know, uh, an enterprising young car guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. So, um, we kind of slow down, stop the truck. It seems to be running fine on idle. Um, and, um, we, uh, we kind of just baby it all the way to the depot. There's a few times when we're trying to accelerate and it kind of loses power a bit. Um, and we just make it back and I'm like, I bet you it's something to do with turbo. So we once again, jack up the front and long behold, the, um, the soft silicon kind of piping going from the intercooler to the engine, the, uh, hose clamp is blown up completely. It's just destroyed. Um, and so we were getting no air or knocking, knocking enough air or something. Yeah. So we were building the boost, but then once it'd be too much or if there's a bit of movement, it'd leak out obviously from the intercooler, not get to the engine. Uh, that was causing that dramatic loss of power that we were seeing. Um, but luckily the actual, um, hose itself, it stayed on, um, at least I think it would just occasionally blow out, um, once there was enough pressure built. So that's why we were able to kind of baby it in. Otherwise, the truck would have been started. Like, again, when we went to idle, since there wasn't enough pressure building, it just yeah. kind of be fine. Um, but, you know, we immediately ran to the Burstons, picked up a big old hose clamp about this big, you know, screwed it back on, and, you know, big. it was absolutely fine from that point. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I was like, hey, I diagnosed a track issue. Because um, initially... A mechanic. Again, again, my dad was partly just saying, should we just call the mechanic? I was like, eh, it's running. Let's, you know, I, I was saying we could just jack up the truck at where we were. And if we had seen it, I probably would have just been like, all right, bring out the tape. Just tape it off now and, uh, you know, get us going. But, uh, like, you know, we usually have like hose, cl- uh, not hose, cl- um, zip ties and stuff. There's always something in the truck to make do with. Cable, cable but, ties are a must with any old car. Like it fixes yeah. so many issues, those damn things. But uh, apart from that, I've been relatively lucky in terms of absolute breakdowns. I like how you said, um, um, it reminded me of one we had, um, you said on the way to some important event in the Falcon, I think you said. But yeah. we, uh, my sister's uh, parents-in-law, we were as a family going to meet them for the first time years ago. And, you know, there's five cars lined up down the street. Like I had three, mum's car, dad's car, sister's car, whatever. They're all there. Anyway, I said, which car are we taking? And Dad said, I would take my car. So we're backing out of the garage, and this was the 380 SE um, Merc. So we're backing out of the garage, and uh, I'm in the middle in the back, I think, or on the left in the back, and I, and I see the battery lights on, which is a pretty bright red light. And I was like, oh, Dad, did you, you, know, the, the, did you see that battery lights on? Yeah, yeah, it's been on the, uh, he'd been down the beach and he's, it had been on the whole way home. Yeah, it's been on the whole way home. I'm like, well, that's over an hour's drive. Like, like, do you want to take another car? And he's like, no, we're taking this one. Okay. <laughs> he's being stubborn. So we get down onto the Southeastern Freeway. We're motoring along. And I was like, gee, the headlights are looking a bit dim, Dad. And he's like, hmm, yeah, a bit dim. Anyway, <laughs> just after I- just after I said that, it started to go, uh, 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 like it, it didn't have enough oomph to even fire the spark plugs. And um, we literally just pulled off it. Oh, I forget what road. It was on the edge of Turak. And uh, we rolled to a stop outside some nice mansion in Turak. And that was it, completely <laughs> dead. 
and we were about, I don't know, three Ks from home. And I was like, well, what are we going to do now? So we had to walk up, get a tram to go back home to get another car and um, continue on our merry way. But uh, I was like, see, that's just being, that's just being stubborn and ignoring a warning light. Like, like the battery light's on for a reason. It, you know, like the light works. Don't <laughs> ignore the light. A lot of people do that though. They'll say, oh, I just assumed it was a faulty light or I just, I just assumed that, the, you know, yeah, I checked the oil, and it was you know, just, there's a lot of assumptions to kill cars, I think. Well, interestingly, uh, the, sorry to cut you off there, mate. There you go. Okay. The, adv- the adventure we had was also to my sister's in-laws. So um, maybe it's got a thing. It's an in-laws thing. The car didn't want to, in-law, you weren't meant to meet the in-laws. Yeah. In my oh, yeah. case, they're still married, so, you know. That's still that that kept Same but it was um it was a belt thing like it was you know the the um the belt had gone shit house and so you know once you put a new belt on it it wasn't even the alternator in the end or the battery it was just the belt running it all that had um disintegrated itself so that was a that was a twenty buck fix that was easy oh, easy enough anyway. I, uh, my Ben's and I have had a love hate relationship over the years uh, been towed Ooh. a few times um. Uh, as as we know, with the uh, uh, the event when I when I pulled it when I broke down at the Seven Eleven in my house, and there was a guy wanting to ask me if I was the if I was the guy <laughs> that, yeah. that, he was, that he was there to meet. Oh, that he was there to meet. That's right. The, yeah. the, you know, pick up. <laughs> yeah. um, you must have been looking hot, like you're about to go on a date. You must have been looking all scrubbed up. I mean, I was in my tracky pants and a, and a hoodie, so I don't think I was looking good at all. <laughs> And uh, there was that. There was that event. He, he, he wasn't. He wasn't looking to go on a date. He was looking to go on a trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, he was just looking to get something. Um, wow. There was that time. Uh, another time, I got I had to get towed because the um, the fuel mixture just went. It went so so far. Rich, it just stalled, and then they couldn't get it started again. That happened twice, and then it got fixed. Um, apart from that, been a, it's been okay. But that, but that's like <laughs> a few times. <laughs> I Shall we tell a story fun. about the fuel gauge, Maddie? Well, oh yeah, you yeah. ran fuel. We've said, yeah. we've covered that in other other episodes, haven't we? Yeah. When uh, <laughs> we're waiting on car talk and I'm running the show, and I'm like, Maddie's not here. He'll be here eventually. And uh, then one of the guests in the studio has to run out and get Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mix. It was when it was like um, Sunrise Car Talk or Car Talk Arcade or something. You know, it's like an amalgamation of your show and Matt's show. It was a, it was a mashup. It was a mashup. Yeah, mashup. Yeah. So, so, so there, there were some fun, fun times uh, of, uh, of my. Have you got that fuel gauge fixed yet? It is. Yeah, no, it works now. It's fixed now. It accurately reports when you're about to run out and get stuck on the side of the road. It does. I used a full tank of fuel in it and I filled it up to make sure that it was working. And it went bing to the top and then all the way back down when it was empty and then filled it back up again and went up. So I mended something, which was, which was quite scary. I don't know if that's it's a good thing, but it works. I, um, I just remembered I was, I was driving under the art center. We used to, you know, how you can drive around under Sturt street art center there. Mm-hmm. I was there in peak hour traffic, like four o'clock on a Friday Arvo in a Morris 1500 that me and a friend had bought. And the clutch went like completely, like I had no clutch at all. So I had to run it on the starter motor, you know, put it in first and just 
bunny hop it on the start of it <laughs> to get it going. And then once you were going, I could change gears without a clutch. You just rev match it and do it. So, but... so you were practicing the art of the clutchless shift, huh? Exactly right. The, the, exactly the right. Zen art. Yeah. And the same thing happened to my mum's Magna wagon. My sister had it in town one night and she goes, the clutch is dead. And so the RACV were taking two hours. So I just drove in and met her and um, I, yeah, I just drove it home without a clutch. Um, same thing, bunny hopping it on first on the key. And then once you were moving, okay, just pray for no red lights and off you go. Just, just rev matched it. They have them in the, in the laser in on, at the front of, um, uh, uh, what's called Southern Cross Station. I was, I was on my way to, to uni and um, put my foot in the clutch, the downshift and the clutch just pedal just stayed on the floor. It didn't come back. The yeah, hydraulic hose didn't come back. <laughs> the, the hydraulic hose had, had perished. Um, uh, apparently it's a common thing with them. Um, and and I'm, I'm in the middle of the road. I'm like, oh shit, what do I do? Um, and I'm getting beeped from behind. Then all of a sudden I see a cop car come, come beside me. He's like, move your car. I'm like, I've lost my clutch. I can't go anywhere. So, so he, uh, he put his lights on and here's me pushing this car across two lanes into, into like a, into a spot, call the RACV. And um, they're like, yeah, they're like, we'll, we'll send a guy out to you. I'm like, I'm like, look, the clutch is completely gone. You need to, um, you send need a to send a towie. They're like, oh, that'll be probably about two hours or whatever it was. I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. So I'm waiting there. And, and this guy is like, um, he sees me trying to figure out what's wrong with it. And um, he's, he gets talking to me and he's, he's like, oh, he's like, put, put the foot in the clutch. I put my foot on the clutch. Like I lifted it up and put it back down. He's like, yeah, it's like spraying, spraying the hose, you know, the hose is spraying fluid everywhere. I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that, that makes sense. Then why it's not coming back. Anyway, he kept asking me questions and he wouldn't leave. And he, he was, it was, it was, a, yeah, he was a nice guy, but um, I was like, oh, you know, um, we, got, we got talking and he's like, he's like, yeah, I just got out of jail about, you know, like 24 hours ago. Um, I'm like, oh, cool. That, that, that's okay. a, that's great. So he's just telling me about his time in jail and then really. So he was born, he just, you know what? He just wanted an out of jail friend. He did. Yeah, he just, and I was, I was there. I was his friend. I was his friend. You were his out of jail friend. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I think you got lucky there, man. It was probably somebody that just like been to jail for like a short period of time. Cause if you'd gotten somebody that's been like in jail for like the last, I don't know, 25 years or so, they would be probably going crazy on you. Like, You've got a phone. That's a computer. Show me that, <laughs> and they probably stab you. Yeah, they, they wouldn't believe the technology. Funny. What we do now? Car quiz time. Or we got car more stories. Any more stories before we go to the car quiz? No. Nope. You heard about? You heard about my mini breaking down the top of the Westgate Bridge? I think you mentioned that once. I think I, I mentioned that. that. Yeah. It did a gearbox mount, and so it was like the engine was hitting the gearbox and it was going nowhere, like clunk, clunk, clunk. So I was literally on top of the Westgate, and I picked up the phone, and I think I mentioned it before, and he said, the guy is like, hello, and I, and he, and I said, yeah, I need a tow. And he goes, what kind of car? And I said, a Mini, and he told me to carry it home. Thanks very much. That was fun. I thought you were going to say you picked up the phone, and then uh, the guy was like, don't jump. You have too much to live for. <laughs> and you're like, no, no I just, I'll have a car trouble, man. Just I'll tell you what, that, with that bridge has a hell of a lot of movement when you're not in a car and you're just standing on top of it. And, and, you know, it has a lot of give in that bridge. And I was like, whoa, this is, feels like I'm in an earthquake or something. Mm-hmm. It's very, um, were, were, yeah, were you right at the top? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you could have pushed it and then just roll down. At least one. Well, I did think about that, but then I wasn't sure where the next emergency phone was, you know, because I thought 
I could roll down more, but then I thought if I'm rolling away from the emergency phone, then I've got to walk back up to pick up the emergency phone. So I kind of just rolled it as much as I could to the, the, the next phone thing that I saw, and then I just stopped there. I thought, oh, I'll just leave it there. No, that's fair enough. Fun and games. That was like 11.30 at night. It was, uh, yeah, it was great. And people are beeping me because I'm, as I'm, I'm standing outside the car like sort of, or next to the car waiting for... People are going past going, meh, meh, like, I don't know if they were beeping me, like, don't jump, don't jump, you know? No, no, they were saying jump, jump. <laughs> Maybe they were saying jump. If that, is that your car? You should jump. Um, and this was before they had those nice safety barriers on the, on the worst gate, you know? It, was, it wasn't, wasn't hard to jump in those days. Anyway, but the worst was, it was just before school exams, year 12 exams, and um, I was going to drive to all the exams to like save time, obviously, because I used to drive to school. Um, but then I didn't have time to get the car fixed or money, you know, and it was like, and my mum was always like, you're not worrying about that car till after your exams, so concentrating on your exams. Um, so I had to get back on the tram to go to all my exams, which was bullshit after you'd been driving for a few months. <laughs> I hated it. It was what like, no. Does it just casually flex on the fact that you got to drive to school regularly, you know? Well, I turned 18 in like year, July of year 12. So I, from July to what, November, I could drive for those few months. I turned 18 at the end of my first year of uni. So, Wow, Alan, you were a really young year 12er. I was. And people were driving around like Maddie Sean off their stereos. Stereos that were worth more than the car. And you're, very, you're obviously a very big houser or something, like a child prodigy. No, no, I just started school in New Zealand. Um, I think they started a bit earlier. So I suffered the consequences once I moved to Australia. But even then, like kids these days or of our kind of vintage, like they really got screwed over by the rules anyway. Like if your older friend gets his piece or her piece um, yeah. in year 12, they can only take one of you around anyway. So, yeah. you know, it was, um, and plus our school didn't let us out anyway. They were assholes. Um, but people still went people still went they flouted the authorities all you know I don't know if, if it was worth a Saturday detention but you know they were pretty cool did you drive Maddie to school I in did. Well? from September onwards yeah I drove I got my oh, piece so of birthday last little bit yeah nice last what about Scotty did I drive to school yeah in year 12 did, did you drive uh, yeah towards the end for a bit yeah yeah nice Good feeling well, when you've got, you know, sports bag, uniforms, bloody music instruments, bullshit. It's nice to be able to drive. It is a good feeling, actually. It's like you feel like you're flexing even though uh, um, even though you're not in a $500 laser, but that's another story. Oh, um, it doesn't matter. It's just a freedom. Well, it is time for the car quiz. So mixing it up a little bit tonight. Adrian was supposed to have made a car quiz for us, but remember he mentioned last week, he's like, I'm going to make one. Yes. I'm Oh no, he flaked hard. I knew you didn't want to do the work. Yeah. What a jerk! Oh, no. <laughs> he's soon becoming non-essential, and he's going to have to stay home for six weeks. Is that right? Oh, no. oh, no. Maybe he's doing stock take. Yeah, stock take. Stock take. Anyway, car quiz time. Uh, where I ask ten questions to our lovely guests, and Scott, who's a snitch, um, that that's going to be a new T-shirt. Uh, God, we should also have a t-shirt that's like beware the curse of the free car <laughs> yes this is true this is yeah. true free for um, a reason 
Yeah, it is free for a reason. That is that's a fair point. It, it'd um, be like it'd be the merc up front and say free car, and at the back it'd be like a list of things that it costs, just like a whole <laughs> mechanics sheet. So it's like uh, free car quotes. Well, mm. it's been an experience. Okay, it's been an experience. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to mix it up a little bit tonight on the quiz. Uh-oh. I'm going to ask some, what car am I? And I'll start by explaining what the car is and you guys have to guess. Well, I like this. Scotty might, he's guessed the Evo tonight. He might be good at this. Yes. <laughs> he might be good at it. All right. So, uh, first of 10, well, it's best out of 10 whoever gets the high school wins. So let's start the car quiz. Question one. What car am I? I was created in the 1980s. By the way, you guys, you can buzz in there anytime if you think you know the answer. Mm-hmm. As, a, in a, as an Econobox coupe, but then received the turbo. With this turbo, I also received fuel injection and an impressive time, for, especially for the time, 10.1 seconds to 100, zero, stand, uh, zero to 100 standing start time. Anyone yet? I'm Alan. Almost, um, Alan. Your Ford Escort. Incorrect. The police used these in small numbers before getting the VL turbo, which hit the scene. The car is Japanese. What car am I? So you're saying it's a coupe that was a turbo in all of them or only in some of them? In some. So you could get it as a turbo. Coupe you could get. And this is in Australia they used it. In Australia. In the 80s. Correct. Or the VL. It's Japanese. Japanese. It is front wheel drive. Is it a Pulsar? Incorrect. Nah. Next hint, it is made by Mitsubishi. Oh, I know Ed. 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 Oh, can you I not guess? You can't. You're eligible, oh, Edward. Fine. Screw you. That's. I can't give any more hints than that. That's. That's all. Was it Mitsubishi Galant? Incorrect, Edward. What was it? It's a Cordia. Cordia Turbo. Oh, nah. I wouldn't. Same color Joey had. Same car that Joey had, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Question two. The new Toyota Supra is offered with a four-cylinder engine in some markets. How much power in kilowatts does it make? Closest Crickets. one to it wins. Crickets. <laughs> okay, Ed, I'm going to take a guess. So it's a four-cylinder, what is it, a two-litre or two-and-a-half-litre or something? Um, I'm going to say that puts out 155 kilowatts. Okay, good guess. Alan? Um, yeah, because I, I would say it'd be higher output these days, but they wouldn't want to cannibalise their six-cylinder kind of market so i would say 147 okay scott i was gonna say that um i'm gonna drop mine down to 140. uh edward's the closest it was 190 but they also did they they also talked about doing a lower powered version but they never released it but 190 kilowatts so edward gets 190 that's high for a four yeah it's good okay um Question three, what car am I? Based on another 80s Econobox hatchback, however, this time with four doors. The standard car was well known for decades by this point. However, the new 16-valve twin-cam motor was able to go 0 to 100 in under 10. 
which was faster than its naturally aspirated competition and some turbocharged cars on offer. I had twin cam 16 put alongside the bottom of the doors. I'm Japanese. What car am I? Ed. Ed. Twin cam 16. Sounds Corolla to me. It was a twin cam Corolla. What on? Damn it. I was feeling Corolla. I was thinking that too. I should have buzzed in and just had a guess and said it. Question four. In the movie John Wick, the first one, his Mustang gets stolen from his garage. However, there was another car in there. What was it? Oh. <laughs> Good I, I just remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> I've Cricket? still never seen any of the John Wicks. Oh, you've got to watch them. They're, they're awesome. You're missing out. Are they on, are they on Netflix? Don't yes. Wonder. They are on Netflix at the moment, yep. Okay, because I've got plenty of time, so I'll be <laughs> watching. What um, what country was this car from? It is a Japanese car. Ooh. Was it an RX-7? No, it wasn't. That's just my only guess. It wasn't a sports it car. Was just, it was just one of them, like, A to B cars, yeah? Yeah. Just, like, just... Like, that's like a standard kind of... That okay, year kind of car. I'm going to say a Nissan Sentra. Incorrect. <laughs> it was. Just, it was like, I think it was supposed to be just some kind of like, you know, SUV thing. It was an SUV. Uh, was it yeah. a Le- was, oh. was it Lexus? Was it, it Lexus? Was. It was a Lexus. Which one? You've got point uh, five for naming the brand. That's bullshit. He just said Corolla for the last one. Like, but that, it was it's called the Corolla Twin Cam. That's all it was called. It's so generic. It's so generic. Uh, I, don't, I don't know any of the... It was like a Lexus hybrid thingy forward row. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I'll, I'll give it to you. I it was just Lex- a point for It was a Lexus RX. There you go. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> Question five. What car am I? I was based on another car from the late 80s to early 90s. Front wheel drive and came with two engine options. Codenamed the Matilda, Project Matilda, was available as a hatchback or sedan. However, didn't really sell well at all and was easily outsold by other cars in its own company's range. The car was based off a Japanese car from Nissan. However, sold as an American-based car Ed. here in Oz. Ed. Okay, so it's Nis- based off a of Nissan. Correct. And uh, was it the Ford Corsair? It was the Corsair. Well done. There you go. Bang. Question six. The next generation WRX's engine is supposed to have a displacement of what in litres? Alan. Alan. Wait, you say WRX or WRX STI? Uh, WXTI. STI, I should, should, should have mentioned. 2.4 litres. 2.4 litres, well, um, FA24, it sounds like ours. But, yeah, <laughs> Question seven. What car am I? Initially displayed as a concept at the 1998 Sydney Motor Show, this car was begged to have been put in production. Production then began in 2001 and exports were all over the world. Ed. Monaro. It was the Monaro. Well done. I was going to damn you, Ed. I was going to Question eight. What, would, what handy feature did the 370Z's manual gearbox have? Alan. Go. Alan got in there first. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. Auto <laughs> rev matching. Auto rev matching for you so you don't have to heal for it did. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Stupid lag. <laughs> <laughs> Question nine. 
What car am I? I'm a small city car from the early 2000s and late 90s. It was made in Japan and was quite popular from this now from this brand which no longer sells in Australia. While it was cheap, while it was based on a cheap car, the performance version which I am was quite Ed. popular. Larger one point yeah, Edward. Ed. Ed. So I had to Sirion and the one point three was the GTVI. Was well done. Ooh, I like this game. I like the what car am I? Question ten. What year did the original 911 Porsche come out in? Ed. Ed. The, the first of the first of the first of the first. First of the first of the first of the first. Original 911 Porsche. Worldwide launch mm-hmm. was... Da, 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 da. Guys, remember, if he gets it wrong, he's only going to be a year off, so you guys can... I'm going to be a year out. Yeah, I know. Always what happened. <laughs> I think it was 1966. Incorrect. Stop. <laughs> Shit. 67. Incorrect. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, Alan. Alan. I'll go 65. 63. It was 63. Oh. That one. It's one of the oldest sports car and um, kind of badge names still, still around in existence, which is, uh, along with the wow. Mustang, I think it's, it's, um, it's, it shares that one of those, one of those records, which is pretty cool. So, score check. Scotty Doe. Guess what you got, Scott? Zero. I know, zero. <laughs> got a zero. Alum on three, and the winner, but he's making a comeback, I'm telling you, after that dismal performance. Edward on one, two, three, four, and five. Well done, Edward. Well done, guys. Well done. Huh. Yay. Thanks. What did you think of the new format with the what car am I? I like the Pretty new good. format. I mean, except for the fact that it's heavily rigged in Ed's favour. Um, it's an okay. <laughs> what? Next time, next time, if you don't know if you get a look at all the, the car lists, It'd be pretty nice and make it a bit fairer. Carlos, uh, clearly, clearly there's collusion afoot. There's no clearly. collusion. There's no collusion. I think Scotty Doe would agree, wouldn't you, Scotty? How quick was that with all these? Yep, yep, yep. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, believe, I don't believe a word that um, Scotty says anymore at the moment because he's, he's pissing Just off. because I'm a snitch, you made these questions yeah, but... like for Ed and stuff. <laughs> he, he, he didn't lie. He did snitch, but he didn't lie. So, it's not yeah, Matt's fault that I retain... A lot of shit information about eighties cars. You got the Cordia wrong. Yeah, see, there we go. The fact that it's even like eighties heavy. Like most of us were alive in the eighties. You know, they they weren't just eighties. There was nineties and two thousands cars. Yeah, we were like babies at the time. And they were Uh, shit cars anyway. Yeah, they were shit cars. (laughs) And the only reasonable, the only reasonable car in there was a Monaro, and I had that if Ed hadn't, you know, just gone too fast and taken it. (laughs) That's all right. You know, I'm happy to end it with a respectable three. It's good. It's good. That's a good. Um, it's a solid result, Alan. Solid result. I like some stitches. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> salty boy, Scott. That was supposed to be our secret. That was supposed to be our little secret, mate. And you, and you, you stitched them behind. <laughs> it was going to come see, out at some point, mate. You can't. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to go down to Rutners and be like. Can I see the uh, car history for... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bring out a massive printout. Because we're going to have to put that on the back of the shirt anyway. We're going to have to put that on the back of the shirt. So you might <laughs> he, doesn't have enough, he doesn't have enough paper in his printer to print out that file. Far out. So, so what it's going to be now, it's going to be like in the middle of the shirt, it's going to be like free cars, going to picture them. And everything around it is going to be tiny text all around the shirt of like the costs associated with it. <laughs>
everything like everything that's gone wrong like like everything <laughs> um alan give your show a plug uh check out sunrise arcade for all your gaming news and reviews on uh shout engine itunes and uh like our facebook page uh like and share our facebook page car talk t-o-r-q-u-e with money j if you missed any of our previous episodes that were like on Shed Engine, iTunes, or um, wherever you get your podcasting app, and Spotify as well now. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review to Car Talk with Matty J. Um, again, like, our, like and share our Facebook page, but also on our Facebook page, we've got the link to our Teespring store, which is our merch. So if you want to support the show, um, obviously we give you all this free content, so it'd be good to get some support. Um, the link's there, or if you go straight to Teespring, type in, or just on Google, type in um, Car Talk store. Uh, teespring and um we'll be first on the list so uh support support this support the show it's it's always good to get to get that love from from our from our fans mm, the lord knows may needs it with the uh the merc and its troubles <laughs> <laughs> keep the merc on the road for maddie buy his yeah, t-shirt exactly yeah you should um, go fund me page on that bloody car no uh, i don't want to talk about it anymore Ooh, people let's start GoFundMe to worldwide or donate things to, to the to the car. It's like I having think a, a better go, a better GoFundMe is to absolve Maddie of the financial burden, and then we can crush the car. So we're like, <laughs> we calculate how much the car costs. We do the GoFundMe for that, and once we get the money back, we'll crush the car. Like, wow! Uh, so it, 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 it burns once it, you crush it. Once you crush it. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't burden anyone else, you know. That's 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 the kind of GoFundMe that people get behind. It's Edward. a compassionate cause. These these guys are being they're bullying me now. Like, this is like this is uh, you know what? You know, screw you, Scott. Screw you, Alan. Like I, I and Edward. You know what? Because because you because you started to help you out. Screw you. Screw you too. Listen, you man, I used to be a nerd guy. Now I'm an Evo guy. I'm a different guy now. Yeah. yeah. I wear my hat backwards now. <laughs> but he doesn't Better guy man. now. Ed's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you later. Take it easy. Bye. All right. Later.